Welcome to the Glow Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell-Lewis, and thank you all for joining. Hope you all are having a wonderful week. I hope um, your Thursday is going well. So, of course, it's Thursday. What does that mean, everyone? That means we've got a new episode of the show for you today. So I have a question for you. Have you ever thought about what your life might be like if you approach every day with unbridled happiness and joy? Just give me a little time to think about that. (laughs) What if negative self-talk was replaced with thoughts of joy in pockets of happiness? What if you could make every day truly your best day? Interested in learning how to do that? Do I have your attention now? Well, if you are saying, yes, Kyra, yes, girl, yes, please tell me more, then you will want to stay tuned for my next guest. I'll be joined by Scott White. Scott is life is too short guy. He lives every day with intense zest, enthusiasm, and excitement. He exudes energy. He has an infectious personality he uses to make the world happier one smile at a time. When not writing or speaking about Litsy, Scott is the chairman and CEO of InvestQ, a public real estate investment company specializing in healthcare and senior living property investments throughout North America. InvestQ was the fastest growing public real estate company in the United States for the first three years after its IPO in 2016. He is also co-founder, partner, and strategic advisor of Spectra Student Living. Spectra is a fast-growing student housing developer, owner, and operator. So stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back with Scott. Welcome back to the Glow Up Girl podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you all for joining. All right. I'm excited to welcome Scott into the Glow Up Girl podcast. So welcome on in, Scott. Wonderful to be here. Thank you for inviting me, Kyra. Awesome. Awesome. Well, why don't we get started with you telling the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do? Sure. Well, right now I, I sort of identify myself as the life is too short guy. And that that's the main reason I'm here is to tell you about the book that I wrote earlier this year, The Life is Too Short Guy. Um, other than that, my, my day job is I'm the chairman and CEO of a public real estate company. I am happily married to my high school sweetheart. We've been married mm-hmm. we've been together now for 30 some odd years and have two daughters that are about to leave the house, head off to college or about to become empty nesters. So that's me in 30 seconds or less. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, definitely congratulations on your book. Um, and uh, what I'd like to talk about is also you um, call yourself, you're the happiest guy in the world. So let's talk about that journey to that place you are at now. So that's a big part of why I wrote the book and, and what I'm talking about in the book. It's It's been a journey, and I, and I like the way you phrase that because some people ask me, you know, was there a, a moment or a day or something that you realized that, that you're super happy, positive? And there isn't. It's been a journey, and, and there have been peaks and valleys like everyone else in life. There are things that go well and things that don't go well. And over the course of my life, I, I started to evolve into a super positive, high energy, happy guy. And, and I try to spread that happiness and gratefulness and positivity every way I can. And I guess last year, I decided I'd package that up and, and offer it to the world the form of this book. Yes. First of all, I definitely love that you call out, you know, I, I do think it's a journey, right? We're all on a journey. And 
No two days are the same. <laughs> one day could be really, really great. One day could be bad, but I think that there's something to just almost setting this affirmative that no matter what comes my way, I'm going to maintain this positivity. I'm going to be this person. I'm not going to let my circumstances change me. That's right. That's right. That's a, it's a big part of my message. You know, one of the things I, I talk about in the book, which I think surprised a lot of people is, you know, if I were to ask you, Kyra, if I were to tell you a uh, new car, new house, new boat, new job, big pay raise, all positive things, right? Or, or mm -hmm. unfortunately, maybe negative things, you know, divorce or death or illness. What percent of your long-term happiness do you think is tied to those sort of circumstances? What percent? Um, I would probably, you know, let me just say, like maybe uh, three years ago, I maybe would have said like at least 80, 90 percent. Right. Okay. But today I say like, ah, I mean, it's got to be like 20 percent because those things happen. But those things happen, whether good or bad, I think, to help you grow and become a better version. And I refuse now in my life. I refuse to let like negative, too much negative stuff like affect me, try to maintain like who I am at the core, because for me, it's like finding joy in the everyday, no matter if it's good things or bad things is what's important now. Well, you are pretty close. Brilliant, actually, I would say, because few people get this unless they already know the statistic. 10% of your overall happiness is tied to predicted by your external circumstances. Mm. About 50% plus or minus is inherent in your genetic code. To a certain degree, you have a predisposition right. towards some way of viewing the world, you know, eye color, hair color, predisposition for disease, predisposition for positivity or negativity. However, what's so cool about that is you take the 50%, you add the 10%, there's still 40% of the pie left and 40% of your long-term happiness is directly correlated to how you view the world, which I think is amazing. And that's a big part yes. of my message. I love that. I, I just, oh, I, that, I think that is so powerful. And especially, I feel like it's so needed today. Like in the world right now, I mean, I just feel like finding pockets and moments of joy okay. and not tying them to people or things is just so important. And I feel like, Having that foundation, um, and and of course, like I say that to anyone watching or listening, like it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, you have to build towards it. Like you almost have to just say, like you know, I, I draw this line in the sand that like this is what's going. To, this is what matters to me, and this is how I choose to live my life. And I'm not saying like, yeah, there are days. I mean, I had a lot of days this week where. <laughs> like life was lifing. It was given a lot. I was like, wait, who, what is happening here? But I still try to remain grounded in the things that most matter to me. Um, and I think you have to pull from that all the time. That's that's exactly right. And that's why I wrote the book. That's why I wrote the book. That's why I'm doing podcasts. That's why I'm getting out there is to add what you just called the pockets of happiness. I love that phrase. I may steal it from you. I hope you didn't go for it. it. Pockets of happiness. That, <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping as someone listens to this show, they smile a little bit more. They think a little bit more positively. I, I, I have very um, concisely made my mission to make the world happier one smile at a time. And it sounds a little <laughs> bit trite. You're like, ah, whatever. But think about it. You just smiled as I said that. And if mm -hmm. one person, just one, and I know you have lots of listeners, but just one person listening to this, as they listen, they're like, huh, 
I could smile a little bit. Wow. Think about the ripple effect of that person mm-hmm. smiling and someone else smiling and spreading that happiness, being thoughtful and proactive. And all of a sudden we find those quote unquote, your words, pockets of happiness. Fantastic. That's exactly what I've set out to do. Oh, okay. So I absolutely love that. And I'm just so like, I mean, it's like a kindred soul that- Here we go. We're fired up together. Let's do this. Because it is, I always say that like with this show and anything that I do with Glow Up Girl is that if I can just, if one person grabs onto it, if I can just have an impact with one person, I know that like I've done the thing that I set out to do because- it's just like you said, it only takes one person and then that person could share it with somebody else. And you just want to take the positive nuggets from things where you can, because there's so much, there's enough negativity out there in the world, people. Like, let's just try to find our moments and find this peace um, and, and run with it. Like spread it, spread it, spread the peace, spread happiness, the kindness, all those things. Like just do it. And it's so great to have someone like you who is going around and who is talking to people and telling them this philosophy because it seems it seems like a simple thing. It is. It is. In fact, I'm so glad you said that because that's one of my overarching messages. So when I set out to write this book, I was very, very deliberate. In fact, it was hard. It was it was challenging, but I was very deliberate to keep it simple. That's the whole idea. So I want someone listening to this or reading the book to say, this is it. Like, I could do this. This isn't some esoteric, high-level academic theory. This isn't, you know, years of studying and here's what I think the best principles are. This isn't a business manual. This is day-to-day blocking and tackling. Wake up and smile in the morning. Open your eyes and view the world through clear lenses. There's so many little nuggets and tidbits that I try to share in the book that are so simple. It's almost like someone could read it and be like, this is a book, really? But that's the idea. That's the concept is that if if you read the book or you're listening to to me right now and and you leave this show and you're like, I could do these one, two, three, four things. Mm -hmm. That's the idea. Think about how much better we can make the world if we have approachable, practical, simple techniques for living a happier life. Yes. And I think that that's important because in right now, I think people like to have something that feels bite size. Yes. Give yes. it to me like, and like you said, give it to me simple, give it to me in a bite-sized message so that I know that it's something that I can do. So much of everything that we touch every day is like, oh, wait, I got to do this and then I got to do this and I got to do all these things. And, and a lot of times, I mean, we do live in a place where people do want to see, I know it's like often shunned upon that, oh, people want instant gratification. But sometimes when people may be in a place of feeling down or they may not be able to locate or find that moment of happiness, they may just need one small thing that just urges them to say, oh, like you said, this is the one thing I need to do today. And it can be life-changing for someone. That's the mission. That's the mission. Awesome. Okay. So let's talk about the philosophy. Life is too short guy philosophy. Um, what are some of uh, the main principles? Sure. So I, I abbreviate it. I abbreviate it and shorten it yes. to Litzig. Life is too short guy Litzig. It's the Litzig principles. There's 10 Litzig. principles. 
So the 10 principles of Litzig, and and we could circle back and spend time on any of them that you want. Number one, and the foundational one, the the string that pulls through all of them is attitude is everything, the power of positivity. So we talk about how important it is to to view your attitude and how important positivity is. Mm -hmm. Then related principle number two is choose your attitude and Mm -hmm. own it. So that's what I talked about before with the 40% of of your happiness, long-term happiness is directly tied to how you view the world. Choose your attitude and own it. Number three is little things make a big difference. And I have a bunch of tools in there of small, easy takeaways like, huh, that's not that hard. Little things make a big difference. Um, Number four is minutes matter. So here we talk about uh, being thoughtful, being proactive, being deliberate in how you use your minutes. It's not a special formula for time management. It's not me making judgments on you should use your time to read instead of watching TV, or you should use your time with your family instead mm-hmm. of going to work. That may not be right for you. You have to make your own choices. What minutes matter really delves into, and I give some frameworks and a little bit of funny math in there that explains minutes are finite. They aren't replaceable and you aren't making mm-hmm. any more of them. Think about how you use them. Don't let life fly by without you controlling it. So minutes matter is the fourth principle. Mm -hmm. The fifth principle is funny things are everywhere. You know, I love to use the the famous Dr. Seuss quote from here to there, from there to here. Funny things are everywhere. I think it's it's powerful. It's encapsulating. Laugh every day. Laugh Mm -hmm. at yourself. Laugh at the world. Laugh at the circumstances. Just laugh. Don't take things too seriously. Mm -hmm. Uh, So those are the first five principles. The other five principles, number six is learn, learn, learn. Mm -hmm. Find something new to learn every day. Get out of your comfort zone. Push yourself. Try new things. Learn new things. We, We live in a society where information is so easy to obtain. Be proactive, be deliberate, find information, learn something new, a new hobby, a new uh, interest, a new whatever it is that's important to you, but learn a little bit every day. Uh, Let's see, number six is um, can't make it alone. Really powerful one as we think about the the COVID and coming out of the COVID world and and, Mm -hmm. uh, how important it was to have social relationships. I talk in that principle and in that chapter about the longest running study on what makes a good life that started in Harvard in the late 1930s. And it's just an amazing, compelling study. And the bottom line is relationships matter more than anything, period, Mm -hmm. full stop, exclamation point. Relationships matter more than anything. So embrace and engage in relationships. Uh, Let's see, eight is passion. Find your passion, live your passion. It's, you know, a lot of people talk about purpose and, and I think passion and purpose could be similar. I think purpose is a little bit overused. For me, it's what's your passion today? What excites you? What energizes you? And by the way, your passions will change and that's that's totally fine. Number nine is take a chance and get it done today. Take a risk. You know, we, we have in our vocabulary those scary words of, of risk and fear, and it prevents a lot of people from doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Stop. Take a chance and get it done today. Emphasis on today, because there's always a reason why you'll look at it tomorrow, you'll think about it tomorrow. As you're listening to this today, take that chance, whether it's a social relationship, whether it's work, whether, again, it's a hobby, whatever it is, don't worry about failure. And and I talk in there about uh, a book that was written by a palliative care nurse in, in Australia called The five regrets of the dying and what some of their biggest regrets are. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, number 10, the, the last one to wrap it all up and, and drive it home is live today 
don't wait for tomorrow. Live today. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for tomorrow because tomorrow's not guaranteed. So make the most of it. And you see the principles, a lot of them are interrelated. And mm-hmm. each one has some specific tools. Each one has stories, whether they're my own stories or more interestingly, stories of other people that have had major aha moments, major events mm-hmm. in their life, catastrophic events, illness, injury, death, whatever the case may be, and what they learned. And what I want to do is share with your listeners and, and my readers Today's your aha moment. You don't have to wait for that kick in the face. Like right now you're listening to this. You're like, I could do this. So do it. I love those. <laughs> As you there were you going go. Ten principles them, of Litzig. You were going through them. I was like, wait, have I met him in another life where we are <laughs> friends already? Because so many of these things, they're just like, first of all, minutes matter. I absolutely love that because Life does come at you fast. Time is moving so fast. And it's like, you have to determine how you want to spend your time and what's important to you. And I also, I like that, you know, you, you know, you said it's up to you how you do it. You figure it out. I mean, so many times people are prescriptive in, you know, books or, or teachings. And they're like, well, you should be, make sure you're doing this today. Make sure you're, and I just love that. It's like, you know what? If you decide that you are, I mean, I'm going to use like myself, like, okay, you know, um, you know, I've got a full-time job, but then I'm also running this business glow up girl. And it's like always a constant juggle for me to figure out like how to spend my time. Like after I get off work, like when I log out from work, do I spend time on glow up girl today? Do I go hang out with my puppy and my husband? Like, what do I do? And it's like figuring out like for, for a while it worked where I was like working all the time every night after I got off my first job. And then after a while I said, you know what? Like I need chill. I need some time like with, you know, to hang out with the family and just go in there and sit down and just watch TV or do something, you know, like (laughs) example for this weekend, like I've already said, you know, like after I do this morning, when the U.S. Open starts today, I'm glued to the TV. So it's like, I love it. I've been watching, I'm watching golf for four straight days. So it's like, you know, figuring that out. And also too, I like, um, definitely about learning. Like I am someone who loves to learn. I think you should learn something different. Like you should just something new. It doesn't matter. And and people like, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Right. I agree with that. It can be something small. I absolutely agree with that. That's again, one of the underlying principles of, of all of this is little, little, little changes can make such a big difference. You can remember the ultimate goal is to make every day the best day ever. Right. And, and, that is a stretch goal, right? I realize that, that it's really hard to make every day the best day ever. But if you set out with that goal and you have little things like you just said, you don't have to learn to build, a, you know, to, how, how to build a skyscraper. You can learn yeah. maybe basic architecture or something just as a simple example of get out of your comfort zone, learn something new, go down and explore paths. And by the way, a lot of them will go nowhere and that's fine. But do yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's where the taking risk comes into play, too. Right. I mean, right. like, I mean, I, I often like, what do you have to lose? I mean, exactly right. It's a, like, if somebody tells me no, I mean, okay. I mean, I always look at it that that what that blessing wasn't meant for me to catch. There's something better for me. So I move on to the next thing. Um, and I think a lot of people just are very risk averse. I mean, <laughs> You don't know until you try, right? So I, I mentioned before the the book that I refer to is the Five Regrets of the Dying, and it's written mm-hmm. by a palliative care nurse who 
spends the final days, weeks with, with people on their deathbed. And the key takeaway, the, the one message that I want people to remember, and I just think it's, it's a compelling and amazing one. The biggest regret people have at the end of life is the regret of what they didn't do. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Just think about that for a minute. It's not the regret of, I did something really stupid, the regret of something I said, the regret of somebody I hurt. That's not what people talk about. People talk about, I wished I had fill in the blank, whatever that is, whether it's starting a business, whether it's meeting a person, whether it's improving a relationship, whether it's investing in in myself, whether it's whatever it is, I wish I, the biggest regret in my life as, as my life is fading is what I didn't do. As you're listening to this right now, don't let that be your regret. If you're thinking about it, go do it. It's okay to fail. It's okay to take a risk. It's okay to be scared. Get out of your comfort zone and do it instead of looking back later on and say, yeah, you know, I always wanted an X, but I never did because stop with the because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now, who should read your book? Everyone. Everyone. And it's it's a it's a flippant comment, but it was really written through that lens. One, it's a it's very simple, very practical, very approachable, very easy read. I have a lot of friends, family that said, I don't read a lot of books. And then they tell me that that once they get started, they get sucked in and they can move through it quickly. And I wrote it with that tone deliberately. I wrote mm-hmm. it very specifically. I wanted it broadly applicable. I want high school students to read this. I want college students yes. to read this. I want people that are thinking about retiring to read this. I want people that are dealing with a major setback. I got a call from a friend yesterday that, that said he has a client who, um, and I don't know the details, but she is going on permanent disability. Could I send her a copy of the book? I got a call from somebody who lost um, her father and she asked me to send a copy of the book to her mother. So it's people that have had major epiphanies, people that are at um, interesting inflection points in their life, maybe people that just feel stuck, maybe people that are about to take on a new challenge. I mean, it it is so broadly applicable. I I would turn the question back to you and say, who wants to live a happier life? Who wants to have a shot at making today the best day ever? I think Mm -hmm. the message is is universally appealing. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And I know you're on a national speaking tour now. Um, What is the also, because seeing you in person, I can imagine is even better than having this experience with you um, here on a a virtual call. Um, What what impact do you hope to leave on anyone that you come into contact with? That is my mission. That is what is, is driving me, motivating me, inspiring me, making me smile, making me wake up every day is to make the world happier. I want someone listening to this to smile more. I want someone listening to this to realize that whatever their circumstances, whatever their circumstances, it could be worse. I want people to be inspired to go out and do things, to take a chance to, you know, in the last week, literally in the last week, I've heard from people that have said, I started studying Italian because of your book. I started writing <laughs> a manuscript. I always wanted to write a play. And I read your book and I started writing a manuscript. Uh, Someone told me they find themselves talking to strangers more because it's one of the things I encourage people to do. You know, everyone has a story. So when you sit down on that airplane or you you go in to get your cup of coffee in the morning, introduce yourself, say hello, ask people their story, get to know people. People like to talk, engage them. And I've had people say to me, you know, after reading your book, I find myself just talking to random strangers more often. I want to make the world a happier place. We spend so much time, and you touched on this before, with a negative lens. There's so much, you know, there's so many, and I talk about this in the book, 
horrible statistics. 80% of all thoughts are negative. 90% of all news media coverage is negative. Here's the one that, that sticks with me more than anything. In 2000 or 2001, and I realize some people say, oh, you know, the pandemic, I got that, understood. But Americans were more unhappy than they've been in 50 years. Think about that. We live in what I fundamentally believe is the greatest time in the evolution of human society in one of, if not the greatest countries in the world, yet Americans are more unhappy than they've been in the last half century. Why? Why? It's because we spend too much time dwelling on negativity. I want to go out and change the national dialogue to positivity, to happiness, to smiling, to gratefulness, to enjoying life, to making the most of minutes. And, and I'm not going to stop until I, I transform the world. Awesome. I love that. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, tell everyone out there how they can connect to you and how they can purchase your book. Oh, wonderful. So uh, the easiest way is to check out my website, lifeistoshortguy.com. It's pretty easy. Lifeistoshortguy.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there. Um, you can find my book on Amazon, barnesandnoble.com. Um, you can find out information about my speaking. I am trying to get out and speak to companies, to organizations, to conferences, to teams. I really think I can inspire and motivate a lot of people to live a happier life. So to the extent people are interested in that, they should definitely reach out to me. Again, life is too short guy.com. Awesome. And we'll put that link in the show notes as well. All right. So before I let you go, I'm going to ask, we're going to do three things with Scott. I'm going to ask you three questions that just helps the audience get to know you a little bit better. Um, One, how do you start? It's a two-parter. How do you start and end your day? So starting the day is a wonderful question. I I almost feel like I planted that with you. So I didn't for the record, but (laughs) one of the principles I talk about, one of the tools I talk about in the book that I love, this is such a fundamental, easy tool that when people hear me speak, I think they're like, yeah, whatever. And then the number of times I hear from people afterwards that they started doing this and it really changed their life. Here you go. You ready? So if I were to say to you, Cairo, when you woke up this morning, what was your very first thought? You open your eyes. What was your first thought? I said, oh, the sun's out. I love it. I love it. So so most people don't respond that way. I will tell you, you're among the very few people that respond that way. Most people say to me, um, I don't know, I guess I, I opened my eyes and I realized it was Saturday or something like that. Most Most people just open their <laughs> eyes with what I call blurry lenses. So I say you have three sets of glasses you could grab off your dresser, right? You just put on your blurry lenses. It's Saturday. It's another day, okay? Unfortunately, I think a a number of people put on their blurry glasses, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, ugh, or muddy glass, I should say. Ugh, it's Saturday. It's I'm tired. It's cold. It's dark. I don't feel like getting up. I have a million things to do. I don't feel like blah, 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 blah. What I tell people to do is exactly what you just did and, and even take it to an extreme. What do I do every morning? I grab my glass. I'm like, it's a beautiful Saturday. The sun is shining. I can hear the birds chirping. I'm in bed with someone I love. My kids, my children, or, or one of them is in the other room. And I know she's about to leave for college. So I'm excited that she's here for another day. I have an opportunity to mm-hmm. talk to Kyra and her audience today. It's Saturday. So I, I have an opportunity, whatever it is, that every day is an opportunity to get up and set the tone for the day right. Mm-hmm. Uh, as, as Henry Ford said, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're probably right. Why not wake up and set the tone for the day with extreme gratefulness? Whatever it is, I'm happy to have a bed, to have a roof over my head, to go mm-hmm. get coffee, to have the ability to step out of bed, whatever it is, 
set the tone right for the day. So that's the first thing I do as I start my day. As I wrap my day up, I usually make a to-do list for the next day. I like to have goals and and an ordered Mm -hmm. priority list. So usually one of the last things I do for the day is look at what I've accomplished for the day, which is one of the things I talk about in Minutes Matter is create goals, cross Mm -hmm. them off, move them to the next day, and then create a roadmap. So start the day with my crystal clear, happy glasses, end the day with my goals for the next day. Yes, yes. (laughs) I was thinking when you said that, I was like, yep, that's what I like to do. And I like to set the tone for the next day. So I often go in at night. I'm like, tomorrow I will find X in the day. Like I try to already like do that. So when I wake up, I'm like, I know what I want to do. Okay, so speaking of goals, um, what is one thing you've set for yourself, you know, this year? Oh, it's all about the book. I mean, it's there's so much about the book. I want to I want to sell a million copies. I want to inspire millions of people. I want to speak on stages around the country. I want to do a TEDx talk. I want to motivate, inspire people. There's so much I want to do around this book. I want to be on your podcast and other podcasts. I want to be on TV and radio and share this message. So that is my big intentional goal for this year. Awesome. And last question is, how do you spend a day off? I don't have a day off. It's easy. It's easy because I think that that presupposes there's work and mm-hmm. pleasure, and I like mm-hmm. to blend the two together. I think that you know one of the the blessings I have is that I love mm-hmm. what I do. I'm grateful and happy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm involved in a couple of different business ventures. I love them all. So there isn't necessarily a big difference between Wednesday and Sunday for me. I mean, certainly mm-hmm. there are some differences in terms of the way the world works, but right. it's not necessarily like, you know, I need to take Tuesday off and go play golf because by the way, I did play golf this last Tuesday. Maybe I'll play golf next <laughs> Thursday. It doesn't really matter. It's when, when you have freedom of, of time and freedom of purpose and freedom of location and all that sort of freedom, there isn't a day off. Every day is a day off or a day on. Like it. All right. So I first of all, I want to thank you so much for coming and joining me today. It has been a wonderful, it's a great way to start a Saturday. Um, I will say. really enjoyed it. I've, like you said, we're, we're almost like, uh, you know, kindred spirits. There's so many <laughs> philosophies and theories that we share. I am truly grateful to have the opportunity to meet you and to speak with you and your guests and your audience. Thank you. And before I let you go, um, what are three things that you'd like for the audience to take away from our conversation today? Life is short. Go out and embrace it. Smile today and make the most of every minute. And finally, make today the best day ever. Go to sleep, wake up tomorrow, and do it again. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Scott. Um, You can always come back here. Awesome. Always come back. This is a lot of fun. You got me motivated this Saturday morning. (laughs) Awesome. Well, stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Globe Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you again to Scott for joining the show today. If you want to learn more about him, his book, or where to purchase it, or about any of his speaking engagements, please check out the link in the show notes. If you'd like to learn more about Glow Up Girl, you can visit us at glowupgirl.com. You can check out past podcast episodes, sign up to join the show as a guest yourself, grab our social links and so much more. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, comment, come back for more. And also if you're listening on a podcast platform where you can rate us or leave us a review, I'd love for you to do that. 
Be sure that you're also checking out the career focus episodes as well. It is where I share some personal experiences from my career journey. Also, just some thoughts, tips, tricks on ways to help you if you're someone trying to figure out, you know, how to elevate, how to find your passion and purpose and what you do every day. All right, so before I go, I'd like to definitely say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who take time out of your schedules to join me and listen in on the show. I really, really appreciate it. If you have a topic, a comment, or anything you'd like to share with me, feel free to find Glow Up Girl on Instagram, at Glow Up Girl. You can send me a DM there, or you can send me an email at hello at glowupgirl.com. You can also find those in the show notes as well. All right. Thank you again so much for joining me today. And I will see you all next week. Until then, stay focused, bath, and glow up. Take care, everyone.